with Eileen. Okay. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to start off episode two. Nope. Oh my god. Wow. I don't even know my Scratch podcast. That. Fake fan. I don't even know what I'm talking about. That starts episode three. And we were just talking before we started recording. And Eileen still can't English. Hey, you watch them. What can I say? <laughs> Anyways. Welcome to episode three of Life and Curly Q's podcast with me, Eileen. What's up? Hey. Um, and the other person you heard. <laughs> this is so like, I don't know. I'm like nervous. You're nervous. You're I'm like sweating. <laughs> and our episode today, our special guest, I still can't English on this episode today. <laughs> our guest is... One of my best friends, Madison. And uh, yeah, you want to tell us about yourself? Um, Besides the fact that you love Orlando Bloom. What can I say? <laughs> I like what I like. Um, About me. Mm-hmm. My name is Madison. Um, Give me your 30, sec- or 30 second elevator speech. Girl, I don't talk to people on the elevator. Girl, me neither. Um, uh... <laughs> You know, where you, you know from. how it is. I'm from Dallas. <laughs> uh, um, from Dallas. Um, suburb. No, <laughs> from the 214. Just kidding. I'm too suburb to talk to <laughs> Scratch that. Um, from the colony. Um, mm-hmm. Suburb of Dallas. You know, born and raised. Then I came to Texas State. Met you. Yeah. I know. Tell uh, me about it. I and that's when my life turns bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's when things went down the drain, becoming a friend with me. <laughs> yes. Uh, you said it. Um, graduated from that with wildlife biology. And now I'm uh, here, San Antonio, somewhere I never thought I would be. Yeah. Trying to figure out life. what I'm doing. <laughs> so that's me. I'm confused. <laughs> I think that's a great, um, yeah, that's a great depiction. I know. See, the thing is, <laughs> I got nervous because I was listening to your other ones, like I was telling you. Yeah. Um, And one of the questions that you asked, I was like, crap, I don't know how I want to answer that. Oh, yeah. The yeah. number one question that I I'm going to ask so. you here in a little bit. Yeah, probably that <laughs> one. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit of history. Madison already covered it, but we met at Texas State our first year there. Um, we joined the same organization and then we ended up going to Costa Rica with that organization and we were roommates the entire time in Costa Rica essentially. (laughs) (laughs) And you were basically high on drugs the entire trip. Not recreationally. (laughs) Not recreationally. (laughs) She was high because she had an injury and had to take Mm. a crap ton of time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but no, every time it got really hot in that room. I just popped a codeine and I went to sleep. There's only so much you learn about. You're welcome. <laughs> um, you yeah, so we tips? have a long history. Freshman year, that was <laughs> fall of 2013, and now it's yeah. spring of 2019. So Is it spring? It's. I mean, for college right now, they're in the spring semester. Hmm. And technically, that Groundhog's Day, he did say spring is coming <laughs> early. I don't know. Early. Seasons. I mean, right now it's like 40 degrees outside, so Texas doesn't even know its season it's in right now. Valid. Valid statement. Yeah. Yeah, we just uh, shared a lot of the same interests. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, one of our, like, first moment hanging out, which is our friend anniversary, which is actually coming up in, like, a month. In April. Yeah, the April, beginning like, of April. Or something. No, it's actually, like, April 2nd or April 3rd. It was, I think, April yeah, 2nd. Yeah, because I thought it was April 4th, and you were like, no, it's actually before that, and then, yeah, and I don't know, I it's just... the first week of April. That's our friend anniversary, and that's the first time we hung out when you invited me to a basketball party at a bar. We were like eighteen at the time. Yes, we were. Bar, bar 141. I have seen some things that I cannot unsee. We can't unsee that night. I'm scarred. <laughs> and we talk about it every time our friend anniversary pops up. Yes, because yeah. uh, it makes me think about uh, how glad I am that my mom raised me with morals. Girls, same. <laughs> I have seen some things you just can't unsee. It, yeah, some and now when I moves. go out, it's just like. I'm like, oh my god, you remember when that one girl's on the ground, the other one was <laughs> over was her, and, then, <laughs> and things were moving and gyrating, and then there are people, and I was like, I gotta go, I, I got gotta class go, in the I morning. Go. We got school. <laughs> I got <Yeah>. English. <laughs> I did, I skipped. Oh. Oops. You didn't skip? We were great students. What are you talking about? I never skipped class. We didn't skip class. We didn't go to parties. You didn't hear anything about. I definitely didn't, though. <laughs> I know. That That's the thing where we were different, though. <laughs> that was the Because I was one. the one who went out a lot. I didn't. I just ate a lot. Oh. Yeah. Chicken Tuesdays. Chicken you heard it here first. Oh, from Popeye's? Or? Body by Popeye's. Body by Popeye's. You heard it from your version. Yeah, that's your go-to thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love how you're like straight talking <laughs> to It's camera. only when I pitch my stuff <laughs> or when I link at them. Okay. You're basically a pro at this. No. Okay, getting no. down to the series. Oh, the one scared. you're dreading. <clears throat> Let me get a sip of water. Get a sip of water if you need a sip of water. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't have a spit take on my bed. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Nope. Well, it's too bad. It's coming right now. Okay. Um, so Life and Curly Cues. Yes. It's the podcast you're on right now. We're talking about life. We're talking about adulting. So question number one. When was the moment, if you've had it already, or if you've had some type of feeling about it, where you feel... Uh, still can't english still where you felt like shit i'm an adult now yes so (laughs) (laughs) i was pondering this question um that's the thing like first off i was like because i'm stupid not really but like i like googled i was like what is an adult (laughs) because i didn't know how to answer this question um that's the thing like if i think about it like uh I have a job. Yeah. I pay my own rent. I pay for my, I pay to make myself live. I do everything myself here. Like I'm by myself here. Um, everything like that. So like in that aspect, and that's what the definition of an adult was, but (laughs) (laughs) like myself, I don't see myself as one. And like, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's dumb, but I don't see like you're, I guess I don't, I can't think of the big <laughs> word for it, but like, I'm right, <laughs> physically, like mentally, you're not there yet, but fi- like physically in the moment, you are there because you are doing all those things, paying for yourself. I guess you just don't really see what all you do, because like, uh, this whole move to San Antonio mm-hmm. has been a uh, train wreck at some points. Uh, <laughs> it's been it's, an adventure for you. It's ya. definitely tested me uh, <laughs> mentally. Um, 
And so, like, there are some nights I'd be on the phone with my mom, and she'd be like, Maddie, you work, like, 40 hours a week. You pay your own bills. You pay to go to that wrestling school. Mm -hmm. Like, you're paying for all of this. You're sustaining yourself. You're cooking yourself. And you have a freaking cat now. (laughs) Like, you're doing this. Like, what do you mean, like, you're, you don't know what you're doing? Yeah, and like, eh, I don't know. And so, like, I think, obviously, it's like a, it's like a building thing. Like, you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess it's all just a process. Like, there's aspects where I'm like, holy crap. Like, I am doing this on my own. But then, at the same time, I'm like, I'm not grown up. I guess this, like, uh, you see on, like, Instagram and, like, Facebook where it's, like, when you were a kid, you thought the grown-ups had everything figured yeah. out. And then and when you, you expect you to, and I have nothing <laughs> figured out. I think I have more questions than when I started, and I think more than ever, and, like, I contradict myself more than ever, and, like, uh, everything's changing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of where it's, like, uh, I'm definitely becoming something else. Yeah. <laughs> not a child anymore. <laughs> I'm not a girl, but not yet a woman. <laughs> Britney Spears. I hope y'all got that reference. If not, then we feel <laughs> that, very old. <laughs> that, that's kind of a, that's kind of where I am. I feel like uh, like obviously I am supporting myself, but I don't know. It's weird to think of myself as one. Yeah. So I don't think I have. I t- I don't. <laughs> don't. But yeah, you know. That makes sense. Do you see yourself? Because I mean, okay. So I see myself like I'm still living at home, but like when I'm out doing things, I will still call my parents and ask them. Um, is this like, I think I'm trying to remember what the other (laughs) incidents was. Oh, I was like at the car dealership and getting something fixed with my car and they had come to me and they said, Hey, uh, you have a nail in your tire (laughs) and, um, it's in a place where if we try to take it out or if we try to fix it, it's going to completely puncture your tire and like it won't be running again. There's no way to fix it because it's so into whatever. Oh my god, that thing is huge now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's so into um That's whatever the wow. <laughs> it's so into whatever the rim whatever yeah. that part. And I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "Well, you have like a a, a warranty type thing for your tires that will cover it for you." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay. Um let me just I'm not the car person. Let me call my dad real quick and let me see what he says. And I'll let you know in like two seconds. And I'm like, I could have told him, yeah, that's fine. Because he said it was covered. But I needed that second confirmation from my dad to be like, yeah, go ahead. Do that if it's free. Like my dad was talking to me like, girl, common sense. (laughs) He said, oh, what? Yeah. (laughs) Like, do you see yourself like calling your parents for like help or advice on things that you don't think you need advice for? Things that are kind of in that adulting aspect. Um, so in that aspect, I think I am different because, uh, in high school and even in college and even a little bit now, uh, I feel like there's two, uh, different parts of me, if that makes any sense. Okay. I'm a Gemini. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going that way. <laughs> My foot's falling asleep currently. So, um, no, just like, I feel like I put a facade up. Like, I want people to see me a certain way. So even in, like, uh, college, besides, like, uh, a couple of times, uh, i.e. Super Bowl Sunday, um, (laughs) I like to pretend that I – not pretend. I like to put outward that I am, like, this, like, tough person. Like, love isn't real. Like, emotions are for punks. Like, (laughs) I don't need people. Like, I have my own independent blah, blah, blah. Anywho – 
Um, so I never actually went to my parents for much growing okay. up or anything like that, even in like college or house school or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I didn't talk to like them about issues, whatever. Um, I feel like now I do sometimes like about, uh, relationship issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those now. Um, but yeah, as far as like other things, uh, I feel like with my car, for instance, there are some times when I'll call my dad, mm-hmm. but then there's other times where I'm like, I'm big, I I'm tough. Yeah, like when <laughs> uh, my car started overheating and uh, I was going through that whole thing, mm-hmm. um, my dad's first thing was like, okay, well, we'll take it in, blah, blah, blah. Like they are so adamant to like try and help me to be involved. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I can do it. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> I'll pay thirty six dollars yeah. and I'll get the part and I'll fix it uh-huh. myself. And so I did, um, without telling them. And then I was like, "Hey guys, by the way, you don't need to come up here. I did it already." And they're like, "What? Your car's gonna break down because you did it?" And I was <laughs> like, "If it happens, it happens." Yeah, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that I changed my own reservoir, or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's definitely where we're different. Oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And my spark plugs and everything like that. And everything <laughs> of your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to do it by myself. <laughs> I like to try. Um, yeah, so that's definitely it. That's like, a new one. Like, Yeah. See, that's the only thing. Yeah. I feel like uh, getting older, though, it has uh, given me like the idea that I don't have to do it all on mm-hmm. my own. Because if I would have tried, I would have like died. Like... Uh, like I was telling you, this whole move to San Antonio, yeah. like it was trying. The first month I lost like 10 pounds and like not even trying, but just like all the stress and uh-huh. like I was tired yeah. and all the time. I had like nothing. I yeah. was in my apartment by myself all the time. And so I would just go home and sleep. And then like uh, I went to the wrestling gym and they it was like the first day. And they are, like, taking measurements, and they, like, weighed me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, I haven't seen that since, like, eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's not what you normally are. I was like, no, nope. <laughs> I haven't weighed that in a long time, man. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And oh. then we both looked at each other like that. <laughs> I, just, I just thought of a question that I want to ask you later. But um, while I type this, um, do you – so you moving to San Antonio, that was your – First big move since graduating college because you only ever really lived in San Marcos or the colony. So TC and you said <laughs> it was <laughs> <laughs> I I want to be cool and like rep my uh, rep, rep my town. city, but they don't want me. It's fine. Oh my Just gosh! Um. Damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. You and your shout outs. I told you. I'm going to say weird things. It's going to happen. Um, So that was your first move because when you graduated college, you stayed in San Marcos for like a A year. Like a year. I got myself stuck in the I was going to say, how was that year after college staying (laughs) in the same city as your college? uh, It was a different year. Um I got stuck there because I was stupid, and um, I stayed for school. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> I stayed for a dude, and um, that blew up in my face the first day of my lease. Is when really? I literally the day uh, right the night right before I moved in is when yeah. I figured that he that was a hoe. Was, yep. 
you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, don't date athletes. They suck. Anywho, <laughs> um, don't even look at them. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, gosh, girl, you so dumb. But you have to learn that kind of stuff yeah. on your own. You have to figure out. You can't just have someone tell you that. Uh, but no one knew really that I did it for that reason. Yeah, I was going to say, Surprise. we didn't Yeah, we didn't know until like a while after. <laughs> until I was ready to admit it. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, and then uh, it was different. Um, during that little gap year, I had to figure out what I was going to do because um, I was stuck there. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting three and a half jobs. I worked at the Beef Jerky Outlet. Um, I worked as a substitute teacher, and I worked at Wonder World Park as a tour guide. And then I did the uh, secret shopper crap. Um, and so I was supporting myself with all those jobs. <laughs> and then I joined the jiu-jitsu gym, uh, well, Diaz Martial Arts. And that was probably one of the best things that I could have done mm-hmm. because otherwise it would have just been me by myself again. True. Um, met a lot of people there. Um, only a couple, like, the friendships stuck there, though. But, like, there's only, like, you know how it is. You go to a place and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, fresh meat. Yeah. And you're like, what is that? And, and then I'm only, like, only like one person ends <laughs> up, like, hanging around and actually talking to you. So, yeah, that's how it was. Um, I was just doing my work thing, going to that every, like, Tuesday mm-hmm. and Thursday. Um, it was a nice environment, but then, uh, I had like three months left and I was like, okay, I'm going to go be a wrestler now. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, <laughs> originally I was going to go to Houston. Um, I was going to like depart from everyone cause I only had three months left. Yeah. And so I was like, let's cut these ties and I'm going to go <laughs> off and it'll be so easy. Well, no. um, when you make plans, um, whomever is up there, whoever controls this universe, they go, huh, joke's on you. Um, I have a different plan. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it ended up happening that someone got placed in my life. And then I was like, oh, shoot, I actually like this person. <laughs> and then it was hard going from what happened like a year or so ago. And I was like, oh, my gosh, all guys suck. Yeah. And, you know, my whole woman scorn feels. Yep. I can do that still if you want. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and so met this dude, um, ended up really, really liking him. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Maybe this happened for a reason yeah. because I literally was like, I'm out here in three months. Ain't I'm no going to be here. <laughs> I'm going to start fresh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to be sad. I'm just going to go. And then I was like, you know what? Let's see where this goes. And so. And now you're here. Yeah, I found the school in San Antonio, uh. And yeah, that school that I'm at now is probably one of the other best things mm-hmm. that's ever happened to me. I was going to say, let's let's talk about wrestling a little bit. That was the question yeah. I had to write down. Let's talk about wrestling a little bit because, so when I met you, I didn't know how much you loved wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and then no it was, yeah, no one really does. It's and my then, other personality. <laughs> and then when we got further into our friendship, realized you love wrestling, like, mm-hmm. You love it. Um, and then you took me to my first <laughs> wrestling, live wrestling experience. Yeah. And that was an experience. That wasn't it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you do that. But I want to talk about, like, your interest in wrestling. Like, how did that start and everything? Because, yeah, you're kind of obsessed. LOL. But, like, a good uh, obsessed, <laughs> not a bad obsessed. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to come off bad. <laughs> I feel attacked. Um, I am a millennial, and I feel triggered. 
Um, let's see. So, uh, basically, uh, I have an older brother. We used to watch it growing up. Um, Team Extreme, the Hardy Boys and Lita. Lita was the bomb.com. I liked the way that her thong popped out from her, like, her little outfit. I was like, that girl's badass. I want to be She's her. brave enough to show her thong in public. I don't know. I just thought she was cool. And I was like, you know what? When I'm older, I'm going to do that. I'm going to oh, show my thong. Okay. <laughs> it's never happened, but maybe one day. Um... <laughs> <laughs> just uh it was a way that i bonded with my brother uh it was it was different um watching it we would watch it all the time um do the moves of course my parents had this water bed and so we would do like moon salts and shit <laughs> i forgot i can say that and shit <laughs> i catch myself every time the first episode like, i kept saying like crap instead of shit and everything and then by the end of it i was like fuck it i can <laughs> say what i want <laughs> i'll just put explicit yeah <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this program um no so yeah it was just kind of like growing up we always used to watch it um just the daringness of it all um i watched it about till the end of middle school early high school i stopped because i was too cool uh you know how everyone goes through oh, that yeah, thing you're sure. like i don't, I don't like it what i am it? the coolest person yeah. ever like whatever um so then i didn't and then i got back towards it or to it i guess uh, around the middle of high school towards the end um i don't know my thing now with it or i guess what got me back into it isn't so much the moves and whatever it's uh like the way they get people like it's not just about like the moves it's about like the people like how they attract an audience or like how they actually how the companies get people to be no, not the companies. okay i was like no the people how like the people even in? like their gimmicks i guess okay um like uh how they entertain uh-huh. Which, like it's pretty cool like each person has its own significant yeah <laughs> <laughs> i only think of the one dude <laughs> from dude. the live wrestling show <laughs> yeah 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 um so uh mine uh so i was like into it and obviously like the girls division was getting like uh revolutionized and it was growing and you were seeing different girls uh, not just these big busty women who were like sex objects they're like girls with like actual personalities and they were people and so like that was something that got me interested in but then uh, what really like made me like continue I went to a live NXT in Austin mm-hmm. with my brother and I saw Enzo Amore. Now um <laughs> that man is controversial now. Uh but the way that like uh he had a chant and when he came out everyone was saying it. Like all of the crowd was saying it with him and so it was like that feeling that he had them and that feeling that like everyone was with him, like what he did for people, I mm-hmm. guess, like the effect he has on them was like, like whoa. he made everyone feel like they were a part of the show. Yeah. Cause like you would, he would walk out and he would be like, my name is Enzo Amore and everyone would be like saying it with him. Uh. And I am a certified <laughs> G and a bona fide stud. And everyone would be like, and you can't teach that. And then they would do the whole soft thing. I and, was going to uh, ask you about your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was another thing they did. Um, whenever they were, like, talking crap about someone, they'd be like, I have one word to describe you, and I'm going to spell it out. And everyone would go, S, A. And it was just, like, the whole, like, uh, when I was at the NXT, it was, like, the whole crowd. Mm-hmm. But even on, like, the live shows that they do, it's, like, the whole arena. And so, like, to... 
I guess for wrestling fans, it's like they're like they're real people and they like are behind these people who technically like they're not really those people, but yeah, they are. And these people like believe in these people. And so to have that kind of like backing to have that kind of a effect on someone, mm-hmm. I was like. I want that. I want in. Yeah, because even, like, besides the wrestling, they do a lot of, like, uh, I guess charitable work. Mm-hmm. Um, to, like, uh, this day, I think John Cena is one of the most uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation. He's, like, one of the most fulfilled ones. I like, he's say, done the you most. You see him doing a lot of those, too. Yeah, yeah, so even just, like, being able to get out there and uh, do charity, charity work or do, like, uh, things like that, yeah. be able to have... Because, like, obviously, like, you can go out there and you can, like, go visit children and whatever. And, like, yeah, that's cool. But mm-hmm. if you're, like, this star in their eyes, like, and they're, like, oh, my God. I'm like, it was so. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'll feel different if that ever happens. But it would be cool to, like, be something. I was going to say, it would be interesting to see you. Because, I mean, you're in a wrestling school now. And, <laughs> I mean, they're helping you train and prep and all that. Um, my question for you is. I don't know. if you made it down the line Mm -hmm. you're a professional wrestler Mm -hmm. you're doing all the things Mm -hmm. um do you have any ideas of like what your uh like gimmick your gimmick and your name and your like catch i just bumped (laughs) the mic your like catch line would Um, be no um ever thought of that like even as a kid like, when you were first interested in you were like, I want to do this. I just wanted to be Lita. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, now, like, every Wednesday we do, like, character development. And so I'm supposed to be, like, getting – since I am fairly new, uh, I'm supposed to be, like, figuring out what I want to do. We're cutting promos. And, uh, like, this first one that I did, like – I don't know, because I guess the way people see me is different than the way, like, when you first see me is different than how I am. Yeah. So, we bring this guy in. Uh, he calls himself Sexy Steve DeMarco. Okay. He's, I've seen his stuff. He's pretty great. <laughs> Not like, oh, he's so sexy, but, like, uh, his character is good. And uh, so, we're taking notes and lessons from him. And uh, I guess the way, from the times he see me, mm-hmm. it's like... Uh, a face is what they call it, like the, like oh yes, like happy person in a sense, uh-huh. like uh, happy to be there, opportunity type thing. Yeah. Like the first promo I cut for him, it was like about how I haven't really been into this business, I haven't really um, gone in the ring, and they haven't seen me. But like oh y'all will see, like you'll see, and like that was the catchphrase that I kept repeating throughout uh. the promo. And then the next week we had to do another one, and it was supposed to be why wrestling. And in that one, like, I had my own freedom, I guess, because it wasn't on the spot. Because the other <laughs> one was like, yeah, I'm going to cut a 30-second uh, promo before you leave. And I was like, what? And the only thing that kept popping <laughs> in my head was, you'll see. And I was like, okay, that's the only thing that's going on right now. What am I going to mm-hmm. use that with? But uh, for this other one, I uh, basically made it seem like, oh, like, uh, I don't know how to tell you without, like, doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's basically, like, about how everyone wants to have, like, this legacy in the uh-huh. world and blah, 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 and uh, how people do it. And then, like, I tried to, like, flip the switch, and then I was like, oh, yeah, well, I have everything. And so, like, it was, like, a cocky, arrogant type thing at the same time. 
So I don't know where I want to go because I can definitely see how it could go both ways. Like I could be like, oh, happy and like not just happy, but like uh, a good sport, like play by the rules. Like I love this wrestling yeah. business because I love it. <laughs> or like my normal self, which is like a sarcastic asshole. Not That's an yeah, asshole, funny but like uh, just sarcastic, <laughs> like uh, sharp tongued, I guess. Yeah. So I'm currently fighting with that. Supposed to record another promo some point. Soon, uh, yeah. yeah, about uh, who my character is. Oh, so I you gotta, <laughs> you, you gotta, I gotta get on figure that. her out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also don't have a name, um, so I have to get on that. Yeah, so yeah, I don't. That, I just thought of that as we were talking about this. I was like, I wonder if she's ever thought about. I definitely have. I just can't yet. figure it out. Like at first, I was thinking like some kind of like. Uh, I wanted, like, a strong name. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the first thing that came to my head was, like, uh, you, you've seen the 100, right? It's been a while, Like, yes. Octavia-type yes. crap, like, uh, like, Raina or something. Oh, and okay, then, yeah, I've seen the 100. Yeah. yeah you got me on that show. <laughs> like, For what? some reason, I was thinking it was a movie, and I was like, yeah, probably. No, I've seen the show. Yeah, <laughs> and so I was thinking, like, maybe, like, Raina, and then I realized uh, that there's actually a girl already, and her uh, name is Raina Gonzalez. Is there Gonzalez. anyone blood Raina? <laughs> yes <laughs> that's me <laughs> copyright infringement i'm gonna get sued <laughs> i can't afford that <laughs> but yeah so i haven't it's all uh in progress still trying to figure my little interesting, out interesting. if you have any ideas feel free to shout them out <laughs> i was gonna say if you guys have any ideas of what she could do definitely put it in the comments um somewhere who knows yeah, I don't know how this works. I don't know how this works either. <laughs> I'm still testing it out. No one really comments anything. They I'll just start. Listen, so. <laughs> they just kind of do what they please. I'll comment they my listen. own name. <laughs> there <fine>. you go. <laughs> um, so I lost my train of thought. I was thinking of something, and then I forgot what I was thinking of. Oh, I wanted to share the story of our exper my experience um, at the wrestling <laughs> show with you. So... Madison invited me to go to a wrestling, a live wrestling in a bar close, like halfway between both of us because you don't live that far from me. Nope. Um, and so I go, I meet up with her there and it's at a, it's at a bar by the movie theater. Looks completely casual. Outside. <laughs> you walk in, there's a giant ass ring in the middle of the bar. Yeah. Um, and then there's all the characters coming in and out. And we went because you knew someone who was wrestling that night. Yeah. And then... We went, we saw them wrestle. We saw other people wrestler, wrestler, <laughs> wrestle. Um, and there, there was just one key person that really stood out that evening. And I was already taking everything in because I had never, like, I've seen wrestling on TV before. Yeah. And I've seen, like, total divas and all that stuff. <laughs> but that was about it. I've never actually seen real life like wrestling. Live wrestling. Live wrestling. <laughs> so I was already taken back by everything. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of soaking it's, it in as much as different. possible. <laughs> and then the one guy comes in. I don't even remember his name. I honestly don't know. Either. I don't remember his name, but his like signature move was whenever someone tried to like grabbed his crotch, he had so much power <laughs> to just completely <laughs> knock them the fuck out. Yeah, and the <laughs> lollipop gimmick. Oh yeah. <sighs> what? Well, okay. The lolly. I don't remember it. Though. The lollipop was in his pants. Okay, I was like, I don't remember how it started. Well, he walked first. He walked out with one, and he gave it to some girl, and she was like, mm, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, she <laughs> ate the lollipop straight from. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, in the middle of the match, she pulled another one out of his little crotch chonis. <laughs> and uh, put it in the opponent's mouth and we were all like huh? 
And of course, yeah. the dummy that we were with was like, I would do it for money. And I was no, like, I would not do that for anything. That was disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, he's the one who stuck out of my mind just because he was the grossest um, character. <laughs> he was. And it was like the most obnoxious character, too, because he thought he was a shit. Just yeah. Rico Suave, but not even a Rico. And see, that's the thing, though. Like, you want... You... Like, if you think about it, you didn't remember anyone else. Exactly. And it's so crazy. you need something. You need something yeah. that's going to stand out like that for people to remember your name. Yeah, I and ain't going to do nothing yeah, like that. And then it was funny like. because I was on my Instagram the other day, and I follow Mamrie Mary Hart and Grace Helbig, who are, like, these YouTube influencers that I've followed for a while, and they have their own podcast and everything. And they they love wrestling, too. Like, they're... <laughs> They're obsessed with wrestling, but they went to a live wrestling show somewhere in California recently and on their story, they were posting <laughs> all the characters that were coming out and he was one of the characters and I had to send it to you because I was like, girl, I thought I would never see him again. And here he is on like a famous influencer's story. Yeah. He's got gimmick. Man. He's, He's got, got gimmick. gimmick. Yeah. And they also were very taken back by him yeah. and his whole ordeal. But yeah. I just wanted to share that because it was we it was very surreal for me to see someone I follow like almost celebrity level essentially. Yeah. See someone who I saw just casually in yeah. my neck of the woods. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I wanna do something like that, but obviously not to that level. <laughs> oh my god, uh on like uh I don't remember what it was, but there was a big controversy. A girl did something similar. Uh she was on uh one of those gypsy shows on uh -huh. TLC, so she, she something like that. She decided to become a wrestler, and in one of her little gimmick spots, she uh, pulled out a tampon and stuffed it in a girl's mouth. Oh, I don't think it was like real, but, but like, yeah, still. she got a lot, a lot of backlash for that. But she got the attention, sort of. But then also but there's like double like, standards yeah. because everyone's like, "That's so disgusting." I'm like, "This dude just this pulled dude, a lollipop yeah. out of his junk, and that's fine." That was fun. Now <laughs> we're getting to the uh, end of the podcast, dun, 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 where dun. we pull out the mug of questions. We're still working on a jingle. I was never working on. I just pulled out a jingle. It's a mug of Get questions. Back. Madison added some more questions to it today, so she is the guest. She's gonna pull out the first question. And she'll answer it from there. I like watching it. I'm nervous. <laughs> I was going to say, you've been staring at yourself a lot, and I can barely see it. And I'm like, yeah. I just feel like I look tan. <laughs> I'm nervous about the question, though. Oh, oh my you God. Can, you can skip it if you want to skip it. Like, you don't have to answer. You can pick How many one. do we do? Um, It depends. I think I, in a the couple past, just I've, in yeah. case you want to cut me out. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think in the past I've only done like two questions each person. Okay, but we well, like see, turns. I feel like this question is something you regret in life. I feel, well, <laughs> something I regret in life. That's the thing though, because I would say like obviously I feel like I was gonna be like I already touched on that. Oh well, if you. But the thing uh, is, I don't think I did. Well, I would. My thing is, I want to believe that everything happens for a reason. Because if I wouldn't have got myself stuck in San Marcos that year, you probably wouldn't I be here. Wouldn't uh, I? Wouldn't have uh, gone to that jujitsu gym. Yeah. I wouldn't have met the dude um, that I'm with now. Yeah. I would not be in San Antonio because I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, I would. I don't know where I would yeah. be. So I don't think that was like a regret that. I trusted someone, but 
I don't know. My regret. Um, Any recent decisions? Just small decisions? <laughs> that could count as a regret. Um, <laughs> that's a good... <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like... Uh, Things happen for a reason. I mean, that's how I, that's my life motto. Things happen for a reason. Yeah. I'm weird. I believe in like fate and stuff like mm. that. Like, I honestly think that would happen. Because even with, uh, I applied to those national parks and I was supposed yeah. to go to Hawaii. I know. And then, yeah. And then and life unfolded, which I think that would have been so interesting if you had ended up in Hawaii. Probably be I dead. would have an excuse to go to Hawaii. <laughs> I don't think you'd be dead. I I'd think be you'd depressed. just be struggling and depressed. Yeah, girl. Mental health is a real thing. That's one thing, maybe. <laughs> Something I regret <laughs> in life is not, like, actually discussing, like, mental health more. Mm. Just, like, taking care of yourself instead yeah. of hiding everything. Boom. Yeah. Because for real, for real, like, you think you're the only one, but then, like, there's other people. Exactly. Then you talk about it and you're like. Well, shit. Yeah, like, uh, low-key, high-key. Uh, I started talking to some person on there on my insurance. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, like, I was like, yo, dude, something's wrong with me. Um, ever since I moved here, yeah. like, I cry. <laughs> and, like, I have feelings. And, like, this person that I'm with, they, like, make me feel some type of way. And I have feelings now. And I don't like it. What is happening? Aww. And he's like, oh, that's normal. Like, you just moved. Everything's, like, different. Yeah. And, like, he makes my craziness logical. Like, <laughs> I was like makes sense. Like, there's like, a reason oh, to it. So I'm not crazy. No, no, you still are. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the only thing I guess I regret. Not just, like, more self-care. Yeah, in that sense, with your mm -hmm. mental health. Because yeah. you don't think about that. Because, obviously, I'm like, put a face mask on. It's $2. Self-care. <laughs> Drink some water. <laughs> Internal self-care. Yeah, and I actually didn't uh, start thinking about that until I read this book, audio book. I didn't read it. I was going to say, do you read? Because, I shoot, I got a bookshelf right here of books, <laughs> but have I read them? Nope. You know, I read a book called uh, Crazy is My Superpower. Okay. Uh, it was from a wrestler. Her name is AJ Lee. And I was like, yo, mental health is something. And so then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should get this looked at. Mm. And then you got it looked at. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you're currently. Why don't you answer this one? What's something you regret in life real something quick? Something I regret in life. I kind of regret not staying, like, I guess physically active. Mm -hmm. Like, in high school, I did cheerleading, which kept me always, like, working out or doing something. And then, like, uh, I got to college and I decided not to follow through with cheerleading because I... I couldn't flip, which was a main thing you needed in cheerleading <laughs> in college. Very flippy. Yeah, they're very flippy, and you need to do that, and I couldn't do that. And so I think I just regret not actually pushing myself more to actually work out and be more fit. Because, like, it was just I, – I don't think I gained – I mean, I gained weight since, like, high school. And I just regret not sticking with – workouts yeah Cause even in college like i would my friends and i we would go like at midnight when the gym Who are was these still other open friends? when i i had we weren't friends friends yet this was when i lived at laurel and like the entire dorm was a friend family thing moving on <laughs> <laughs> so we would go to the gyms and we the gyms there's only one gym <laughs> we would go to the gym and we'd work out but then like it wouldn't stick and then i would have a love-hate relationship with it 
And even recently, I had, like, made a blog post saying that I was going to, like, start a workout routine. I was going to work out all the time. And my starting weight was 180-something. And I'm going <laughs> to, like, work and I'm going to do progress. And um, it fell through. I yeah. sprained my ankle again. How do you keep doing that? Just get the, like, I had the sprained rods put in your ankle. I might as well. So I had been working out and then I sprained my ankle. And once my ankle was healed, I didn't work out. I think I worked out like once after that. And then mm-hmm. I haven't worked out ever since. And then recently I went to the doctor and I had my first like wellness check in a very long time. And um, we got lab results done and everything. And like I got news of like something that I didn't want to hear. And it's because I don't like I don't keep track of my physical health. Yeah. And um so it was. Just, I think that's something I regret, not actually staying fit, and yeah. not working out. So now I'm thinking again, like, well, yeah, girl, it's not too late. I know, and it's. I mean, that's the thing. Let's like, go it's run never a marathon. Oh, fuck that! I just want the t-shirt. I don't run. Me either, but I want the t-shirt. They look nice. <laughs> I don't run. Um, but that's one thing, and I've been thinking about it recently again, where I want to do like, a, I want to start working out again. I want to actually like be fit. Because I'm comfortable in my body, mm-hmm. and I've talked about this on the episode like, one. Yeah, I talked about this in episode one. I'm comfortable with it, but I regret not sticking with it. Because I know I could look better and feel better. Yeah, I think you just have to find something that you actually enjoy doing. Yeah, maybe I maybe it's something that I have to document, and yeah. maybe that's what'll keep me doing it. Maybe you'll see progress. Exactly. Like maybe it's something where, I mean, I'm not. Maybe it's something I have to document for my blog. Like, maybe I have to, like, put a video together. Hold yourself accountable. To hold myself accountable to actually stick with it so that I can have an end product of a whole fitness journey. Mm -hmm. Maybe that. So, I think that's what I'm going to try next Mm -hmm. to help me stick with it. Because clearly, like, working out in someone's garage that lives, like, five minutes down the road, that didn't work out the first time. Yeah. And then I have an app on my phone of seven-minute workouts, and you do certain (laughs) different types of them. the same one. Yeah. You do certain do types of those, and you can do those at home. You don't need weights. You don't need anything. And those were good for a while because I would, whenever I wasn't at her garage, I was in my living room doing the workouts. Yeah. Um. So I think that's something I regret. Yeah. Just not. Well, girl, if you ever need it. something, I don't ever do anything on the weekend. I know. I had even contemplated like getting a gym membership, but I was like, I don't need to be wasting money on something I could do for free. Yeah, maybe you'll just become my personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, eat those Chex Mix. <laughs> but, bold and but you have like a good metabolism. Girl. That's one thing I don't have because I didn't like stay physically mm. active. I think that's just my genes. I wish I could take credit for this. <laughs> Genetic. Thanks, Dad. Okay, my question. Is true love real? Wow, Madison, hey, you got who deep. Did that? <laughs> Girl, I couldn't think of any. <laughs> I told you my other question was going to be how much wood could woodchuck check? Woodchuck could check? Um, is true love real? Um, I don't know. I don't know about this. Because I think I've only ever really, I mean, besides my family, but like, I think I've only ever loved one person. And me. Completely. Truth is out. <laughs> well, podcast <No>. over. <laughs> no. And I've told you about that story uh-huh. and everything. And I think that's the only person i've loved but i don't know if true love is real because i haven't encountered a lot of love besides from my family and me (laughs) (laughs) 
from my family in Madison. Clarification. There you go. But I don't, I don't know. That's one thing I'm like iffy on just because I haven't experienced a lot of things. What about you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping someone else on your podcast would get get that that question. (laughs) (laughs) So that you can be like, I wrote that. I contributed. Wow. I just want to hear the answer. Um. I don't even know. I don't even know what the question means. Um, <laughs> I don't think true love is like a circle, <laughs> <laughs> not a triangle, <laughs> but a circle. I don't know what movie that's from, but it's there's from an I'll pronounce you Chuck. Okay, I was like, Rob I just Schneider. <laughs> they would always true make that joke. Is at, <laughs> they would always do that at freaking uh, jujitsu because we had to. They're like in jujitsu, it's all about a triangle, not a circle. <laughs> I was like, ah, but, um, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I feel like I read something and it was like about how you're a different person at different times in your life. So Mm -hmm. like at one point, like that person is for you, but like something about it being like a forever person or like a passing person and that's scary. That is. I, and I like, I (laughs) was talking to somebody recently about it. I think it was my brother or someone where it was like some people are in your life for a lifetime. Some people are there only for seasons mm-hmm. and it's like, what the fuck? yeah, like there's a, like a, a freakishly elongated like that. And yeah. that's like the ending piece of it. And I was reading it and I was like, Oh my God, that's so scary. I know. But I read it and I'm like, I'm going to be forever alone. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Nago, you're not going to be forever alone. You can cook. <laughs> and I'm you got starting, you I'm a starting citizen. to learn more things to cook. I'm gaining knowledge. I'm preparing for my future move out. I'm of my not. House. I need someone who can cook or who's rich, or both. Da-da. All right. Next question. <laughs> You've made so much eye contact with the thoughts camera. on dating apps. Um, I've never used them. Lucky duck. I think they're fun. Um, I, <laughs> I personally don't have one, um, cause I think guys are dickheads. Um, can ain't I say that, that? Ain't that the truth though? Um, cause what I hear is they just swipe, swipe, swipe and they yeah. just like them all and then they see who likes them yeah. and then they go from there. And then no matter what dating app you're on, the same guys are on there. <clears> That's my experience. Also true. Um, they seem like a thing that has not has to be done but it seems prominent in this era um which is kind of shitty because if things could go back to the like the old-fashioned ways like the dudes Mm -hmm. that would be cool but like now these dudes are taking longer to like get ready than me because obviously (laughs) i take a lot of time like look at this hair i don't know if you can see it Anywho, but finding your face right now. I think uh, dating apps are something that are prominent in today's society. I think it kind of sucks that they are, but it yeah. ha- it's helpful. You can see more people than you have before. True. But now, whether or not those people are shallow is a different question. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, dating apps. I have a love hate relationship with them. Yeah. You know, I've tried them in the past. I've tried them essentially <laughs> since freshman year of college. There's a lot of cool ones out there, though. There are, but I just, I'm awkward as heck on them, and I don't know how to talk. I think that's, like, I understand the concept of dating apps is, like, you're able to reach people you wouldn't reach, and, like, if you went out to just one bar, like, you can see so many different people from so many mile radius, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, for me, 
which I'm just now realizing this. I think I need more of the. <laughs> okay, sorry, my leg was falling. Asleep. I think I need more of like the actual like in person mm-hmm. contact than on, just on my phone because I'm I realize I'm awkward when I'm on a dating app. Uh-huh. I don't know how to talk to somebody. Yeah. On a dating app. Like, if I'll match with somebody, I don't know how to, like... I mean, if they message first, I can start to respond and kind of talk like that. But if I'm on, like, Bumble, where the girl has to start the conversation, mm-hmm. I don't know how to fucking start the conversation. <laughs> and I'll even put that in my bio. I'm like, I'm awkward on these things. I don't know what to say. You accept me for my awkwardness or you just swipe left yeah i think the issue with those though is that people aren't who they are though Mm -hmm. like i've seen like uh some messages whether it be from one of y'all's or just on the internet yeah these people will say things that they would not say in person Mm -hmm. like no dude or i hope not in person that you meet at the bar is gonna be like want to see my dick yeah and you're like, like right holy off the crap can I- <laughs> 911 <laughs> please <laughs> yeah but they will be more than happy to send you that or send yeah. pics or like i'm like bro what would they you actually like a, say that they to have like a face? whole different like confidence level well yeah you have like the safety of a screen exactly there's and no so like feel, initial judgment yeah there's no because if you say something stupid or if they you don't like them they say something you don't like you can always just unmatch them or whatever you call it yeah you just get rid of them and you never see them again there's no consequences to anything you say yeah until you're in public and you're like where do i know that person from and you realize oh that's a psychopath that sent a dick pack yeah lord have mercy <laughs> yeah, I, I have a love hate relationship. Happens. I currently am not on any, and I don't see myself getting on it. Let I had me tried, do that one. I had tried to get on one, but then the app kept crashing, and I was like, "It's a sign that I'm just not supposed to be on dating apps right now." You're but then to be you on found one. one where it's like your friends or your wing friend. What your is wing it women, called? Wingman, wing app, or something like that, where it's like your friends <laughs> are essentially doing the dating app for you, and they match them. That's a plug. For so you. you can get a sponsor for them. <laughs> Hey, um, I mean, I hope I get to a level on this podcast where I could have sponsorships, but I'm not at that level of listeners yet. Last question. Watch out. Mine are scary. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we, you kind of covered this. <laughs> Worst adulting experience. Um, yeah, that one's really hard. I don't know how to answer that. Think about it. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Worst adulting experience has to be here in San Antonio. <laughs> No offense to y'all, but I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just like uh, getting used to it all, getting used to the city. It's a different city. It's different people. Everything's different. Uh, getting used to living alone, uh, growing up in a house with uh, six people in my family and three dogs. Like, it was a crazy household, like always noise. And when you walk into an apartment and it's just you, it is silent. You never, like that quote about uh, silence is like loud or whatever. Oh, Bro, yeah. it is loud AF. And so there's, <laughs> a, there's a good couple nights or there's like a portion of time. And that's when I really started like questioning my mental health where I was like, not anything like that bad. But like, yeah. I was like, holy crap. Like, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't really care to eat. Like, you I'm just, just tired. Get out I of just want to go to sleep. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And I was like, holy crap. And then... um uh, one of the people that I work with, she was like, uh, going through similar things, but her kids were going off and doing things. 
And uh, she probably told me, like, the most important thing that I've learned, that it's, like, okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just need to take a day and, like, be sad. So, like, yeah. just go and Take a day and watch bed. sad movies. That's my, yeah. like, therapy. I just that take music. a day and just watch sad movies. Like, this morning, I was watching a show, and then there was a very sad episode, and I just started crying, and then I needed was to watch Glee something else. Quarterback? No, that episode. My God, don't even get me started. No, I was watching um, One Day at a Time. Because I love that show on Netflix. I don't know what that is. You need to watch it so that they can get renewed for another season. Because right now they're struggling. It's a okay. great show about Latino families. Don't it's a yell Cuban at family. Me. It's a Cuban family, yet all the actors are Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but still, it's very relatable for like Latino families. But it's so good, and they cover so many topics. Anyways, I finally figured something out. Why I talked really fast just now. My worst adulting experience. Um. I still don't know, but the only thing that comes to my mind it, is, like, when I got into my car accident in college, um, just because I was, like, al I was in San Marcos. I was alone. Um, I think that was, what, junior year of college? Yeah, because you just got in your car not that long ago. Yeah. That. It was junior year, so my brother was in San Marcos at that point as well, and I... I had gotten in a car accident, and it was my first one. I didn't know what to do, so, like... They don't I, teach you that in driving school. They don't! <laughs> and it was, like, right in front of the football stadium, on the train tracks, like, scariest moment ever, and there's so much traffic because it was the busiest road in San Marcos that it happened on, and I was literally on my way to your apartment. I was <laughs> about away. to... Yeah. Yes. Not, like, it, your apartment was the next light. Yeah. And I was about to get there, and it happened, and I didn't know what to do. I had called 911 to tell them I got into an accident, and then they were like, well, you need to move your car because you're in traffic. I'm like, I can't move my car because if I move my car, I will screw it up even more because my whole back tire is impaled into the car. <laughs> um, and so it was just going through that alone was pretty, like, terrible just because I hadn't done it before. And, like, I was so shaky and, like, anxiety she was shook drip i was shook to the core um just i don't even think shook was a thing back then <laughs> <Shook it. laughs> i was just so taken back by it and then as soon as i after i called the cops like i called my mom and my mom was telling me what to do and she was like did you call insurance i was like no i don't even know what, what the insurance number is <laughs> and so like she called the insurance and then she put us on a three-way phone call with the insurance while i'm trying to talk to the cop and then the guy who hit me is like trying to spark a casual conversation of like oh you're in heat do you know so-and-so? And I was like, are you really talking to me about my organization after you hit me with your car and your car barely has a dent in it and you can drive <laughs> off and I cannot? Um, sorry, I'm not salty about that at all. She's heated. <laughs> and so just going through that experience was pretty terrible because then I had to ride in the back of a cop car to go to your place, which I'd say now I can say like, oh, I've been in the back of a cop car without getting arrested. Getting arrested. Done that twice. Oh my gosh, you're right. We did Sights that. And sounds. True, but like the other cop car we were in wasn't like full on caged in. I whereas know. the one, the one that I took to your apartment that evening was completely caged in. Like the seats weren't cushioned or anything. The seats were like hard plastic curved seats. Rude. I couldn't open the door. He <laughs> had to open the door for me to get in. There was no way out once you were inside. It was hard. It was uncomfortable. And like driving to your place, like I had calmed down. 
but then by the time I got to your place, I broke. Yeah, I was gonna say, where when you come? When were you come? <laughs> I had kind of come, like I was still anxiety different, <laughs> anxiety like completely shook it all the way to the core. But like by the time I got to your place, I completely broke down. Yeah, I think that was the first time I like completely broke down in front of all of y'all. We've all had that moment. We've all had a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean that's true friendship right there. Everyone has had a big <laughs> moment. Just like complete shutdown. But I'd say that's probably been the worst adulting experience just because that was my first time doing it by myself, essentially. Yeah. And like having my mom kind of walk me through it. And then luckily, like my parents were pretty great. Like my dad literally drove up to San Marcos that evening yeah, to like come get me, come take me like home. And then my brother stopped whatever he was (laughs) doing and came to your apartment to check on me. And so like that That was comforting at the end. But like still pretty bad just going through it all. <laughs> and yeah. then not having your car for like four months or five months later was the worst oh, that's a long time yeah do you have anything you want to shout out stay in school just kidding it's a scam don't do it you're gonna be next episode's so conspiracy <laughs> oh my next gosh. season <laughs> next time madison's here we're gonna talk about conspiracies if you want to come back Unless, no okay. um yeah no so thank you for coming to episode three um hopefully you'll come back and maybe we could do one about conspiracies anyways thanks for coming madison uh thanks for joining me and thank y'all for listening or for watching if you're watching um y'all can listen to the podcast on soundcloud spotify apple podcast tune in radio um <laughs> i think i was just breathing into the mic <laughs> uh what else can you <laughs> i'm just gonna let it in if it happened i'm just gonna let it be <laughs> like, wait a second. you can watch the <laughs> podcast on facebook and on youtube audio comes out on every other sunday videos come out every other monday so definitely keep an eye out for that if you want to know what I'm doing when I'm not podcasting, you can find me on everything at Curly Headed Cutie Eileen um, or just Google it. Who knows what will pop up. Or you can follow my new video blog I'm going to start. It's called What Eileen Does When She Sleeps, but she's not going to know I'm recording. Okay, Edward Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can definitely follow me on those. <laughs> I will see y'all in a couple of weeks for the next episode. <laughs> i I don't know how to end this one today um yeah thanks for watching um and that's the tea i'm sorry i think someone else has that line oh (laughs) um um i'll talk to y'all later and i'll see y'all on the next one bye (laughs) y'all